Chapter 1. Audio Shelf Podcasters Start Narrating Books. It's a long chapter name. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today, we're going to be doing an episode based on our lives. Yes. Our new lives, that is. Our new lives. A new segment of Brittany and Brad, where we delve into the world of narrating. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Who would have dreamt it? Not us, I don't think. No, no. It just kind of happened. No. I don't know why I'm sitting like this either. You look mad professional. I look like a princess. Or a princess. Let me fix my chair. I was going for professional (laughs) businessman. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Cool. So what do we want to talk about first? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forget. We always, we don't have stats for this. (laughs) No, we we don't. This is, we're still getting used to this whole like new special audio shelf stuff. So um, you kind of have to bear with us a little bit while we find our footing so let's talk about narrating oh yeah 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 yeah. Brittany has narrated two books so far crazy 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 she has narrated bricks what's her what's her name Teresa Teresa I think it's Teresa Marie Teresa Marie yeah you know we followed her on Instagram or uh, Twitter and she has not followed back awkward <laughs> So, yes, Brittany has narrated Bricks by Teresa Marie, and it's about a six hour and 14 minute book. Yeah. So how was it like? Talk to us about narrating that book. Okay. Well, first of all, it was awkward at at the start because I was basically in our walk-in closet Mm -hmm. with the microphone that we use for the podcast, just reading printer paper. Like I printed each chapter out and I would do like a chapter a day and then I would edit it afterwards. And then after a while, I was like just recording and then not editing immediately afterwards. So then when it almost came time for the due date, I had like 20 chapters. Actually, no, I think there's like only 16 chapters or something in that book. Mm -hmm. Like it's something manageable. So I had like maybe 10 chapters to Mm -hmm. edit all at one time. And I hated the sound of my voice. I was going to say, your voice is perfect. The, the narrating had actually like made me start liking my voice. Okay. Which is All weird. Right. All right. You would think Audio Shelf would make me like my voice, but we don't do many voices. And we also, ha- we also have talking in a mic is different than narrating because narrating you have to have every sentence has to be perfect yeah like you have to read and just hearing me talk right now i was like "Ooh, i just my tongue just stuck together to my lips <laughs> and but that's okay because no one's going to notice it in the podcast yeah, no one's going to care unless you say it out loud exactly <laughs> <laughs> but in the audiobook when you're narrating a book everything has to be perfect because yeah. you are not only trying to do good by the author but you're trying to impress 
fans and yeah. listeners of the audiobook. Yeah, and if somebody's going to review me, I mean, I am, you know, I went through art school, so I'm kind of used to critiques and stuff on my photos. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to people critiquing my voice, so I refuse to look at any reviews because I'm just like, no, F that. I don't want to die today. Well, I've looked at the reviews oh God. and the no. results are in. No. They're positive. There's like two of them, right? Like yeah. two reviews. Yeah. 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 No, like no, like three. I think four three or four. Oh wow. That's two more than the first time I looked. Yeah. Which was the only time I looked because somebody just gave me like a three star and then left. Oh, like there was no words. That that makes me so angry when people give three stars and don't put nothing. Yeah. It's like, okay, oh no, I have one of those on um my photography page for mm-hmm. Facebook. Some girl who I never worked with before. I never photographed a single thing. I don't even think I photographed any friends of hers. She just gave me a three star one day and it has forever marked my thing. No matter how many reviews I have, I think I have like 30 some reviews now mm-hmm. on there. All of them are five star except for that one girl. And it constantly keeps me at a 4.9 out of five. What a gremlin. She is a gremlin. Yes, that is a perfect description. She's past a troll because at least trolls talk. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, you can't give that girl any food after midnight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She's slimy, too. Probably. Slimy. She's like that that hooker gremlin. Oh, yeah, with the lipstick all lipstick over her face. With the lipstick, it looks gross. Uh-huh. And then doesn't she have high heels on at some yes, point? Yes, yes. That, that girl <laughs> is... Got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's talk about the review. Since you brought up reviews. Oh, God. Okay. I would like to give you my honest review of Bricks. Yes, please. This is Audio Shelf where we do honest reviews of even each other's lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just take it back. Um, if we're not being honest, you know, if we can't be honest with ourselves. How are you going to be honest with anybody else? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bricks, first of all, the story is interesting. Yes. I feel as if Bricks is, it's not hard to understand the world that this author has built Mm -hmm. because it's basically just another vampire story. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I still don't know what a Bricks is. So I'm halfway. I'm more than halfway through. I have like an hour and 14 minutes left. Okay. And I don't know what a Bricks is. So a Bricks is not a vampire, but somebody who I'm trying to remember because it's been like a while. But basically, it's somebody who can never die. die. Like they can die. There are ways to kill them. But usually they figure out that they're a Bricks when they have an accident where they should have died. Yes. And then don't die. Exactly. Whereas a vampire, because they're described very similarly. Yeah. It actually, to to be honest, it reminds me of Twilight vampires. Yeah. Yeah. They are immortal. They don't age. They, um, you know, they get turned. Well, that that's vampires in the bricks, but bricks don't get turned. They just become, Something in their blood yeah, like, makes them immortal. So the main character's brother was turned into a Bricks, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, he was turned into a Bricks because his friend, when they were like eight years old, like shared his blood. 
with him. Yes. So Daniel was not a bricks. Daniel was something else. He's like a halfling or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, there's like something with like demons and stuff. Yes, there's a lot of demons. There's a lot of mythological paranormal things yeah. going on, which I which I love. Yeah. I just don't know if I like the similar to like the highly similarity, like the high similarities between a bricks and a vampire. Yeah. They, because they were very confusing. Very, times. very similar. Like yeah. the only reason what a vampire is a vampire is they, they um, loved blood. Uh-huh. They had the thirst for blood and they got turned. Yeah. Bricks just became immortal. They had every other vampire characteristic. They even were able to mind read. Yeah. And I was like, this they're vampires just without blood and without being turned. Yeah, they're they're basically the same thing. So it was really hard, like in narrating um the book, like each chapter was pretty much its own like small story. And mm-hmm. then it would have a resolution at the end of the chapter. Like each and every chapter would have a resolution. Yes, so, I did notice that. Yeah. So I don't think that you've gotten to the part yet where Remind me what the main character's name is? May. May. Okay. <laughs> Bish! You were May for six hours. I was May for a lot longer than six hours. <laughs> um, so May, I, I just couldn't remember because we've done another book where she kind of has like um, a different kind of name. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, also, I've noticed that they haven't even called May her name often. No, they haven't. Because it's May's per- May's perspective. Yeah. So they haven't really called her by her right. name. Yeah. They Kate doesn't really say her name that much at all. And they call her Mayflower, which is weird. And then they call her, they just call her like my sister or. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? My lover. Yeah. I want to be your lover. That's Kate. I want to be your lover. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, May actually like gets kidnapped mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. that I don't think that you've gotten there yet. And the kidnapping gets resolved in the end of the chapter. Oh, yeah. I have not gotten there yet. Like, it's very fast. It's just like her walking through a hallway. She's going to be auctioned off. Oh, my gosh. Some other people. She gets auctioned off. She gets on a plane and then she the blindfold comes off of her face on the plane and there's she's fine yeah right now i'm at the part where daniel finally like calls which daniel is the worst character of all time i do not like daniel can't stand daniel but he calls and he's like who are you with and she's like i'm in canada yeah don't worry about where i am yeah and he's like i'm coming to get you i'm coming to get you he's like who are you with and she was like i'm with Cade. i'm not supposed to tell you but i'm with Cade. i'm like why are you telling your brother that you just realized was alive for two weeks when you thought he died at eight years old. He's like, basically a stranger. He's a stranger. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's, oh, he's my brother and I love him. And but I, but I hate him as well. And I'm like, what in the world? And then she was like, Cade treats me better than my brother. I'm like, you know, Cade just as long as you know exactly. your brother. Yeah. And it's like, OK, Cade treats you better than your brother. Um, Well, one, he's trying to get you pants. Yes. So he's. Doing that on purpose. Yes. He wants to get that punani. He does. He wants to get that Mayflower. Yeager. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of things about Daniel that I don't like. Um, there were some things about Cade. I don't I can't say that I didn't like anything about Cade. He was really like there to protect her. Oh yeah, I liked Kate. I like I like Kate as a main character. Yeah. The only thing is, oh my gosh. No. There's really honestly nothing I don't like about him. He's just kind of like 
but I'm not in love with him. You know, I'm not infatuated with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just kind of like there and mm-hmm. looking out for her because mm-hmm. someone needs to. Right. Was weird when he showed up in Seattle. That was yeah. the only odd thing because he came in Seattle and he was like, hey, um, I you're my only friend in life. So, yeah, it was a little stalker. I'm going to get a hotel right next to your place, hoping that you're going to invite me in to stay with you. And then he never stays at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, never. Well, no, she was like, no, 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 you have money. Oh, that was another thing I don't like. That, that's that's the one thing I don't like, Cade. He has too much money. Way too much money. For, Way too much for money. For a 400-year-old vampire, you have too, too much, much money. money. And he he would like, I, I don't mind, tra- I hate traveling, but I would like to travel with you. Yeah, and they're like, let's go travel the world. So that was another thing. When they were getting ready to leave Seattle, like before they decided to go to Canada because of that. There, there was like that weird thing that happened to May where yeah. she got sick. Mm, oh, yeah. I just got past that. Yeah. Yes. Um. So she got sick like in Can- – not in Canada, in Seattle when they were getting ready to travel the world. Like it was after they decided like let's travel the world together. Yes. And then she gets sick and then they were like, okay, well, we can't travel the world because vampires are after us. So we're going to have to go to Canada. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like – that was another thing that was like snap decision. You get excited for whatever adventure is going to happen with that. And then it's just like, okay, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Never mind. Why was everyone after her? Like, I don't, that's, I think that was my biggest confusion too is why is all of a sudden all these people after her? She has beautiful blood. Like, she, her blood, I get the feeling that like her blood, I can't remember if it was described, but I think her blood was like mixed with the Brick's blood at some point. And so like, or maybe, maybe it's just her blood is like irresistible. Like she just has really powerful blood. Well, that's what, I mean, no offense, sorry, Teresa Marie, but that's the whole point of Sookie from True Blood is that her blood was unique. And then you find out later in life that she's a fairy. Yeah. And that's why it's unique. Yeah. And so I'm like, where is she? Where is Miss Miss Marie getting it? Getting at? With that's that's the what blood. I. So I have not. I think I've seen like one episode of True Blood. I've read like one and a half books of uh, Twilight, and I haven't read Charlene Harris's mm-hmm. True Blood books at all. Um. So I, it was hard for me to draw the comparisons between the different things. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear. From you, because mm-hmm. you are a very like young adult paranormal kind of like reader, mm-hmm. what other influences did you find Teresa drawing from? Oh, good question. <laughs> we should like narrate books. We should. So yeah, so definitely the whole blood thing with true blood. Mm-hmm. The fact that her blood is irresistible. The mind reading, that was another thing from True Blood. It was also a little thing from Twilight because what's her face could mind read mm-hmm. was it no Ed, Edward could mind read yeah and Bella couldn't be couldn't she was protected against his mind reading yes and so that was also with and May May could not be influenced yes she could not be influenced and they're in true blood all the vampires were able to I forgot the word oh, it's like on the tip of my tongue but they were able to like influence you oh, okay and make you do things persuade no that was in that was in this book, Bricks. Yeah. Um, it was like trickle or tickle or. Oh, it was, it was some something unique like, word. It was something like that. It was sprinkle. No. Sprinkle. 
It was something like they that. They could sprinkle your brain? <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. And I was like, what? But it was like basically mind read or like mind control. Okay. Then there was, I liked the different paranormal things. I really liked mm-hmm. the fact that she came up with her own. I think that's probably yeah. the best thing about this book is that you came up with your own. However, it was probably hard coming up with her own, yeah. which is why it's so similar to vampires. Yeah. I mean, the market is like incredibly saturated. It's yeah. very hard to redo the vampire. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't because yeah. wherever you turn, it's already done. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Bricks was a great sort of like, um, what are they, what are they called? Supernatural being? Yeah. To create because mm-hmm. then you really get to give it your own spin. Exactly. And it's her own. Yes. And if you think about True Blood, I think, I don't know if Charlotte, I can't say if Charlene Harris invented the whole like, um, where culture where there's like where tigers and where bats and all this other like different animals. <sighs> but I think it was like shape shifting. How do you decipher between a shapeshifter and a werewolf or a were tiger or something like that? Because you're essentially shif- shifting into another creature, uh, creature, creature, <laughs> uh, <laughs> creature. And so, I think that's where the whole reason why I'm not like too offended that bricks is the same as vampires yeah. is because there are other there are other supernatural beings that are very similar to each other. Yeah, and they're just called something different. Shapeshifters. The only difference is that they shape shift into anything yeah whereas werewolves it's only werewolves you know was that in in true blood was that what joe whatever yeah yeah he was just a werewolf he was just a werewolf now sam the bartender like the manager of the bar no No, that was sookie who liked her right who like loved her and then and then he died he could shapeshift into a dog right yeah he did the dog um he did birds he did Insects. It was yeah. Did he die in the show? No. Oh, okay. I Mm-mm. thought he did. Like I said, I've seen one or two episodes, and I am just drawing conclusions. Yeah, I don't think he died. Oh, I, I hated that last season, so I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he died. I know that he actually ends up dating Sookie in the books for a long time. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprise, because she was all over Bill's D. Mm-hmm. Which I who I hate. But... I don't like him either. Ugh. Okay, so I think it's a thing. Like, which is why I'm surprised that I ended up liking Kate. Mm. But whatever, I'll get to it. I don't like usually the main character males that the females choose. Like in, I don't in like paranormal. The, yeah, in paranormal, mm-hmm. I don't like the ones that they are just like it's obvious that they're supposed to end up with them because of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a thing. Yeah. Like it's that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's gonna end. Like in Twilight, mm-hmm. I really wanted Bella to be to, a lesbian. Well, I wanted Bella. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have minded that. But then I also wanted Bella to be with Jacob. Like yeah. when, when that whole love triangle thing was created, I wanted those two to be together because I felt like there was so much against Edward. He was shady. He was a vampire for one. Mm-hmm. He, he lied to her. He didn't like tell her outright. He ran away from her and just left her in order to quote unquote protect her. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. that's what? There, and you don't say anything. Exactly. And then we have four pages of like just months passing by yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, are you for real, Stephanie Meyer? Right. 
So I think what you're what you're getting at is the males in young adult paranormal stories. There is this thing about them where as readers and as the female main, main characters, we're supposed to fawn over these male Abusers. figures who abuse, who are flawed because they're bad boys and we have to fix them. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the stereotype of what we, young girls are looking for. Yeah. Which, yeah, works for a couple of years. But now as we're getting older, now how, now that society is changing with women you know, equal equality. I think young adult paranormal paranormal books need to start heading in this direction of maybe the male character isn't the shouldn't be the focus in this female character's lives. Yes, it's just come on. Praise. We don't need to be just head over heels for this guy who takes forever for to fall in love with us or. Or actually, no, it sounds, it feels like he's taking forever to fall in love with us. But then in chapter 15, he he comes out and says, I've always loved you from the day I yeah. met you. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, not absolutely not. You did not. Because yes. you, you wouldn't have treated somebody that you loved mm-hmm. from the beginning, from the first sight, which, uh, okay, we have problems with love at first sight. Yes. You wouldn't treat somebody like that because that's not how the human mind mm-hmm. is or how it functions. We're not in third grade. You don't have to bully a female or a male, if you, depending on like whatever your preference mm-hmm. is, you don't have to bully them to show that you like them. Like that's not how life is. And that's, I think that's why I like the Anti Darken series because mm. we have Radu, who I don't know if you remember this, but he, and I just finished a sequel. So I'm like, oh my God, it's fresh in my brain. Yeah. But Radu was in love with Mukmed, uh-huh. whatever you pronounce his name, Mukmed. And whatever you say, but he, but, and you saw that kind of connection with him, but then with Lada, it's like, oh, Lada's supposed to be in love with him. No, like I feel bad for Radu, but Lada's supposed to end up with him and Lada's like, I don't want no man. Yeah. And I think that's where it, I think that the whole point of that book was to show like this woman is going to stand on her own. Yeah. And yeah, she can go, you know, do him behind the bush, but he doesn't define who she is. Yeah. And she's going to still take over her kingdom. Yeah. And I think that's where young adults should go nowadays is yeah. this whole like falling over people that aren't. That don't show that they're into you. Exactly. Like it's it and, needs to stop. And I just got to the part where Cade in, in Bricks was like, I loved you. I've always loved you. And I was like, hmm. How, what day is it? Is it like, day five of you knowing each yes. other? Yes. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Yeah. But yeah, but I, I do I, I do credit Teresa Marie for creating something of her own. Mm-hmm. And even though it's similar, it's just still her own. And she should take pride in that. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to the, like the male characters, I do like Kate, mm-hmm. which is something that I didn't think that I would end up doing because I, like I said, I don't usually like the paranormal male leads. Mm-hmm. I... Just think that it's stupid how the female characters need to fall all over them. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I know that – so Teresa was talking about the sequel a little bit after I finished – after I turned everything in. um, And she was saying how Cade is not really in the second book a lot. Like, he's in there Mm -hmm. a little bit. um, But it mostly takes – place from a character that you haven't gotten to yet that you'll get to in the epilogue oh so it takes it takes like place through his eyes interesting and he's with may at that point oh no yeah 
I kind of like that. Yeah. And that, another thing about Cade, which is different from other male characters, is that there was never ownership. Uh-huh. Cade never said, you're my woman and I'm protecting you uh-huh. or you're mine to protect. It, it was never that. Like Bill with Sookie, he literally every other sentence, he said, she's mine. She's mine. And Ugh. even Edward, the whole family was like, yeah, Edward, that's your girl. Like, yeah. no, no. Like, quit. It. Bella and Sookie are not owned by these men. Exactly. Just I, like just like when a, a female's like, oh, that's my man. No, it's not. Yeah. Like you all of you have no ownership mm-hmm. over over this person. Like yeah. are you kidding? That was outlawed. Exactly. <laughs> that was outlawed. <laughs> mm, so yes, yeah, so there's there's bricks. There's the content. Uh-huh. A review of the content. I want to review the narration. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yes, this book was narrated by our one and only Brittany. And I have to say, I think your voice is perfect for me. And I'm not saying this to suck your ass. I mean. <laughs> I'm not a suck up. But no, seriously, you, I think there was this, especially in the beginning, there was this kind of anger with that May had with her family as my mom tried to kill me. Which wouldn't you be angry? Mm-hmm. My my Aunt Betty is old. Daniel, you know, he died. My brother died. My father died. I'm alone. I have to deal with this whole house by myself mm-hmm. and my Aunt Betty, but she don't know what she's talking about. She's old. And there was this there you had this like feeling of I just want to get back to my old life. And I got that in through that throughout the first half of the book. Cool. I, I honestly, honestly, you also there are moments where you would laugh before, and then when you would, and I don't know if you did this on purpose or I don't know if you honestly thought that the material was funny, but it showed that you were invested in the story because you were like laughing, and it said all of a sudden, you know, it said, "Haha, that's funny, Cade," and then it was like May laughed, you know. So it was it was interesting to see that. And you really kind of put a lot of character in your reading. Thank y'all. Um, what other positives? I really I just really liked your voice as May. I, I, I didn't picture you. Right. Okay, that's good. I did not picture you at all. I pictured whatever she was described as. Yes. <laughs> well, actually I don't remember what she was described as. But I pictured you know, I actually don't know if she was described. I don't know. But I picture this this kind of tall, well, not tall. Um, well, that's good because I'm not sh- tall. <laughs> short, this shorter brunette with not like like just like this, not a grungy look, but like not an emo look, but just kind of like I'm 23 years old. I just got out of college, and I'm not trying to impress nobody. Okay, are you sure that you weren't picturing me? <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, I'm in, like, <laughs> athletic clothes right now. My hair's a mess. <laughs> no, I really, I, I imagined, can I be honest? It was, like, a Daria character. Oh, okay. Yeah. If, like, yeah, I just can see that. Because of your, the sarcasm that you had in, in your voice and throughout the whole book, it was like, oh, well, there's werewolves and demons and mm-hmm. just got to get used to it. Yeah. And, I, and maybe that's because of the writing, but it was also your attitude that you put into the audiobook. And I, I, I find it endearing because, I mean, it's about paranormal stuff, things yeah. that are not real. Mm-hmm. You should have that attitude. Yeah. And I, and I really like where you came from it. Oh, thank 
you. I also like your voice for Cade. <laughs> you do. I mean, like you go throughout the whole book with the same the same voice. I tried. Uh, so like whenever there was another male character, like I don't know. We've been listening to a lot of narrators. So I kind of had like. I kind of had it in my head like, okay, every character needs to sound different. Mm -hmm. But then as I was narrating, I was like, no, not every character does need to sound different. They just need to sound like they just need to have the attitude Mm -hmm. that I want to match with the book. So like Daniel was kind of like he was more like wimpy. Mm -hmm. And then um, what was his boyfriend's name? Oh, Daniel's gay. Oh, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, what was his Dang. friend's name? Um, oh, now I can't remember it. It was the one that he was always upset with May in the beginning, yeah. right? When yeah, he was always, he always like had shady. An yeah. Yeah. What was it? Was it, it wasn't Tyler, was it? It was no. um mm, I can't remember. It was something with a T, I, I thought. I feel like it was with a T. I can't remember. Yeah, I gotta go. I'll figure it out when I finish it. But But I gave him that kind of like he had a deep voice like Cade's but he was more cynical mm-hmm. so like it was just like matching the attitudes with with the person yeah. instead of just trying to do a deep voice because I couldn't make my voice that different exactly and that's the thing and we'll get to that when we talk about the book that we narrated together but mm-hmm. we were and we were told that at least two of the male characters maybe three of them had different types of voices yeah and so we had to like improvise with that yeah but with you i even took note of this i was like she's not doing too much of um, a distinction between the males but i could tell who was speaking yeah and what the tone of the conversation was yeah and i could tell i was like oh this is um not randall what's his name um daryl this is daryl talking this is Cade. this is daniel Mm -hmm. and i knew all of them and i never had a problem following along that's good that makes me feel good because when they got to that big dinner scene i was like Oh, oh yes. Put a broomstick up my mm-hmm. butt because I'm done. Oh, put a bricks up your butt. Put a bricks up my butt. <laughs> Every time I think about bricks, I'm like, bricks, buddy. Build, build your body, body with bricks. bricks. Yeah. You're not <laughs> sponsored by Brick Bodies. <laughs> it really does rhyme you in that commercial. Yes. Every time. Every single time. I'm like, okay, I have to sing the song before I can actually narrate. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, with the with Cade, so one error that i did which was totally my fault um was kate was supposed to actually have a british accent mm-hmm. like throughout the whole thing like at a certain point may's like oh you had you're from england why don't you have an accent and he's like well i do but i just hate my father so much that i wanted to change my voice which is why i thought that it was a good decision for you not to change your voice to that's why i didn't is mm-hmm. because there was like some lost in translation issues because I totally thought that it was just he was going to show her that he does have an accent like normally, which that sentence to do a British accent, like there's more British accent sentences that could have been chosen besides like the weather is cloudy today. Like yeah. that one what? was that was because he's supposed to have a really thick accent, like yeah. 1700s kind of accent oh i would never do it i would never do it i'm like sorry Teresa. i can't do that i ain't <laughs> <laughs> i was like doing research on because they don't have any videos or anything like that about like 18th century british accents mm-hmm. like the closest one that they have i think is 19th century like, yeah what 
what English accents started to sound like. They have ideas of what they were. Like they have them written down, but they don't have any examples. Mm. And so I, it, I was having difficulty like trying to get this really thick accent that had to say this sentence that I do not think someone with a British accent would actually say just like to show off that they have a British accent. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It it was it was difficult. That was hard, and I didn't realize that he was supposed to continue with his accent throughout the book. Yeah. Well, I'm personally glad that you did not, because okay. that would have threw me off, and it would have took me out of it. Right. Because we we weren't in England. We were in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we, Canada. In Canada, mate. So, get it, mm, mate. I think that's Australian. Is it a? A. A. Buddy. A. Pal. Friend. Hey, buddy pal. Buddy pal. <laughs> I can't do Obviously, I can't do any accents. I think it's like a boot. Boot. Oh, a boot. A boot. Yeah. A boot. A boot. A boot. A boot. <laughs> That's all we're <laughs> Wow. We are uh, nationalists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I really liked your voices. Also, I liked your voice for Jane. Mm-hmm. It was always like, hey, oh, girl. Yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. It was like, hey, girl. Because she was like a popular girl. Yeah. So she had friends. I don't understand that, though, I guess. And that was another thing about demons is that, which I've never really heard of too much in books, maybe, mm-hmm. that they switched bodies or like they consumed other people's bodies. Yeah. So that was interesting from from Teresa. Yeah. It's um. there's a lot of elements in the book. Yeah. Like, a lot of elements there. You have demons. You have the, these bricks. You have the vampires. You probably have werewolves at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have like these real deep underground demons. Mm-hmm. It, it there's a lot of like supernatural yeah. stuff happening. Why is it called a crimson forest? Why is that the the headline? It's like bricks, a crimson forest novel. I really don't know. What is a crimson forest? What is crimson is red, right? Yeah. Or like blood. Okay. So I'm thinking that there's something to do with the forest back in wherever her home was. Where May's home. Because she always, when she sold the property to Cade, which is her brother, she says, oh, and the forest back in behind the house is yours as well. Yeah. And I think there's like some supernatural stuff that goes on. Oh yeah, because there was like wraiths and stuff, like with Harriet and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. What? Oh what? I haven't. Have we got back to Harriet yet? Probably. If you I have, haven't. If you have like an hour left, then possibly. Because I remember I texted you. I said you have to tell me what happens to Harriet, and she's a ghost. I think he tells her in Seattle that Harriet was a wraith, like she was a ghost. Oh. And she's like, okay. So, oh, okay. So. This is a continuity error. Um, so I was looking up like, I think, it, I think, I can't remember where they're from. Montana. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah yes. the house is in Ma- Montana. Mm-hmm. So she was saying that um, she went back, she went in the back and she saw Harriet's ghost or whatever and she was dressed in like old clothing and, and whatnot. And then she was talking to Kate and Kate explains how like Harriet died in like 1696 or something like that. Or like Mm, that's an old bitty. Yeah. Montana wasn't a a state then. Oh. Like Montana wasn't even founded. Like 
barely America was a country. It was a no Tana. Yeah, it was it was not it was not mm-hmm. there. So like that was a that was a thing that I was like, oh God, I hope no historians are like listening to this book because it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's interesting because when you're narrating books, looking at everything so closely, mm-hmm. you find things. The, and those things start to like worry you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is this is this correct? Like, what is this going to be about? Like, I need to make sure that my that I'm saying everything correctly. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to like reading correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I I need to find out what happened to Harriet because I don't remember that. Yeah, she was ghost. And you said a wraith? She was dead. Somebody killed her when she was looking for her dog. Oh my gosh. That's why she was always looking for dogs. Okay. Yep. I mean, I thought a wraith was what you hang up, hung up on your Christmas door, you know, the door for Christmas time. That's a wreath. Mmm, I can see the difference there. A wraith is like a scary ghost. Uh, maybe Harriet wasn't a wraith. I think she was, but she was like an innocent one or something. Aw, it's interesting. Ghosts, yeah. vampires, werewolves, oh bricks. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, Harriet was a ghost wraith, and um. I really want to know who threw Daniel and his friend down the freaking well. Oh, yes. Well, boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Daniel was thrown down there. The friend fell for whatever clumsy, dumb reason. The friend probably killed him. Oh, that would be interesting. That's mm. a twist. That's a twist. You um, listening, Teresa? Actually, aren't the books already out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she makes like another one. Hmm. So uh, overall, I really think you ha- did a great job with this audiobook. Of course, there were moments where I was like, oh, I see where she messed up and she had to re-record. And there were different times where I was like, I was like, oh, she probably had to record that like 10 times because she was getting frustrated in that sentence. <laughs> yeah. And I know I, I feel like I can say this because we can talk about that, that in the next, you know, the next episode where we talk about our book. Oh, are we going to do two different episodes? You want to? Is this a series? (laughs) I think so. Oh, yes. So, but I I didn't notice those parts, but your voice and the production of your, you edited this, your entire, like yourself. Yes. You did this. There was no sending it off to Audible or there was no sending it off to anyone else. No. You recorded, edited, and uploaded. Yes. In a month. In a month. So that's amazing, first of all. Kudos. Thank you. And you did a great job. Another thing that I wanted to to, to address, and I think this is just me because I like to speed up my books. You are not one to speed up. I read fast. You do. And I was like one speed the entire time, and it was perfect. But when I moved up to 1.25, which I have it on now. Oh. Yes. You can do 25s now? Yeah. No. Could you always? No, you, I can only do. Oh, I can drag. Yes, you can drag. I can can only pick one. Okay. But I have listened to it on 1.25 just because I want to get, get it going. Uh You are fast. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I, this one I definitely read like really fast. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I was so unsure. I think halfway through the book, I, I sort of slow myself down a little bit. I kind of take more more time mm-hmm. um, with the book that we narrated together, I slowed myself down. Because mm. I was like, okay, I am definitely getting through this. The projected time for Bricks was like 
I think eight hours and 30 minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. And then I, I did it in six, six hours and 14 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it definitely, it definitely was read like really fast. Yes. But I kind of, but I like that though, because that means I don't have to make extra edits to my program mm-hmm. to make it go faster. Yeah. Yeah, but that's true. if you do, if you want to get this book done in three hours, you're going to be in for rude awakening because you, you can't listen to Britney on, on 1.5 speed. Ooh. So I have that 1.0 voice. Uh, 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but honestly, it was a really great listening experience. I can't wait to finish it. I'm really excited to hear. I think I'm most excited for the ending Mm-hmm. to hear after your reading of it to hear the person the, the old man say this has been audible productions or whatever he says or thank you for listening to audible yes thank you for listening to audible and i'm like oh my gosh that means you are official you have made it i wish i was that old man because then my voice would be on every single book ever they did a story about him on audible like during last summer because it was like his birthday or no Audible's birthday. And they did like this whole video of him recording things for Audible. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, how do you get that job? I don't know. I had to have a it. big voice. It's like those um, movie trailer people. Yeah. When back in the 90s, they don't do them anymore. Movie, the movie phone guy. The movie, fo- the movie phone guy. Yeah. Oh, my land. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So I think we should. Can we play a clip of. Yeah. The the bricks narrated by Brittany. Yes, let's do it. Are you lost? I ask her and take a step towards her as my heart rate slows down. No. She whispers so low that I'm not sure I've even heard her correctly. My name is Harriet. I've lost my puppy. I'm sorry to hear that, Harriet. I haven't seen a puppy around, but I can help you look for it if you like. Where are your parents? I ask her wearily and scan the trees again for anything out of the ordinary. Wow, that was so good. See what I mean, y'all? Oh my gosh. That was just my favorite part. So, <laughs> so I think next episode we're going to be talking about the book that we narrated together. Yes. Which is going to be really fun because I never in my wildest dreams expected to be narrating a book with Brad. <laughs> like super excited. It was really it was a good experience. It was. Yeah, it was a great experience. Um but if you want to pick up Bricks, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible. You can just go to our website at audioshelf.me. Click the Audible affiliate link at the bottom of the page. Sign up for your 30-day free trial. Get two free credits. Mm-hmm. Free credits. And then you can do whatever else you want. You can cancel if you want to. Nobody's going to judge you. We ain't going to judge you. We did it the two. No judgments. This is judgment-free zone. and if you want to keep up to date with whatever we got going on please follow and like all of our social media content on twitter we're at audio shelf me on facebook we're at audio shelf and on instagram we're audio shelf underscore podcasts so please go ahead follow us there and click those like buttons y'all and be sure to subscribe we can be found wherever you can listen to podcasts so find us listen share us and if you want to help our show grow and expand to new horizons so we can do more episodes like this one, please go on our Twitter bio and click on the Patreon link 
and just donate a dollar. A dollar, a dollar goes a long way, y'all. It does go a long way. Until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.